0: Let's go! hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the bloodlust and bourbon podcast my name is steven
1: i'm hannah i'm
0: troy and today is hannah's pick and we are talking about the movie villains but before we get into that let's talk about what we've been watching recently uh troy what have you been watching
2: um oh gosh (laughs)
0: i'm
2: trying to think what have i been watching um Oh, uh, I recently re-watched Paranormal Activity. Um, I watched that with uh, with my nephews and they really liked it. I actually really liked that movie. I rewatched it and I think it still holds up. Um, aside from that, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess not doing a whole lot of watching. There's a lot of horror stuff happening at in uh, the video game world uh, as of recently. uh, I don't know if uh, you've ever played Diablo, uh, but um, the Diablo 4 beta came out this week uh, or this weekend. And I've been playing that and it's very, (laughs) it's very much um, horror oriented. Then Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming out uh, uh, this coming weekend. And so I'll be playing a lot of that. Um, But aside from paranormal activity, I've not really done a whole lot of uh, watching. A lot of my time has been going to work, coming home and just kind of falling asleep, sort of, I guess. Not much to report on. So that's that's all I got here.
0: All right. Well, that was fast. Uh
2: (laughs) Scream, I guess, but
0: yeah, well. We've we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Hannah?
1: All right. Uh, I have not been watching as voraciously yet this year as I was last year, but I have been seeing some things. Uh, I watched the season four of You, which I hope and pray that, like, at this point, we're going to be done with people talking about how Joe is, like, relatable or, oh, maybe he's really a good guy, blah, 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 because, like, it's fairly clear by the end it's been out for about a week now so i feel okay saying that uh it's pretty clear by this point by the end of this that like he's not okay he's not like your sad boy who needs some help like dude is fucked up and that's that was really fun and then uh also just finished servant season four uh which is all they're gonna do with that one and I got to say, M. Knight kind of shameloned all over the ending, in my opinion. I've, uh, Steve and I watched it the other night. I don't think he was too thrilled with it either.
0: Yeah, well, I wasn't thrilled. I love that show. It's a great show, but that ending, he's tried to pack too much into like a 30 minute episode. And I don't think that it was explained very well. And if it is explained the way that. Or if it is the way that some people are trying to explain, I don't necessarily like it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's about all I could say without spoiling like the entire ending of a show.
1: Yeah, same. Uh, it's still a good show. Like I recommend it still. I'm gonna rewatch it now that like now that I know how it turns out. I'm gonna go back and see it from the beginning again. But yeah, it definitely it did not end on a high note. I'll put it that way. And then I've seen a couple of movies that I wanted to mention. Uh, one of them was Willard, the two thousand three remake.
2: Okay, I actually never I, watched that, but I know what's his face is in it.
1: Uh, yeah, Crispin Glover. Crispin
2: Glover.
1: Yeah. Yeah i uh, I've not seen the original, but I would be interested in watching it at this point. I saw a trailer for it, and it seems like the remake was pretty faithful. But it was so much fun. Like I was like, okay, this is, might be kind of goofy. You know, it's a guy who's kind of a loner and befriends a bunch of rats okay this seems strange but I figured I'd give it a try and it is so much fun it's got this weird like Tim Burton kind of vibe like it's definitely I don't know if it's PG-13 or R but it definitely is not something that I would say like a kid should watch but it felt like all those like kind of dark fantasy movies that i liked when i was a kid like beetlejuice and adam's family and stuff like that it was so fun and then i made steve watch it the other night because i kept talking about it he liked it too
0: yeah i did like i said uh it reminded me of mouse hunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, love mouse I do too we all three love yeah. mouse hunt it's a yeah. it's
2: a great movie
0: <laughs> But, I mean, it just kind of reminded me of Mouse Hunt, but, like, the mice are on the side of the, you know, I don't know, the mice are on the side of the exterminator instead (laughs) (laughs) of just messing with them. Surprised they never
2: remade the sequel to Willard. There was a sequel to the original movie called Ben. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we saw a trailer for it. Yeah, I've, I've never seen any of these movies, but I love
0: rats, so I should probably get on you know, watching there's a lot of rats in it man <laughs>
1: yeah a lot a lot and it's directed by the same guy who directed the 2006 remake of black christmas and oh, i'll okay. be i'll be honest i despise that movie I, it doesn't it looks like it might be the same house that they shot black christmas in but other than that it doesn't nothing about it is similar like he really had a drop off in those three years in yeah, between willard and pretty
2: sure bob clark hated the black christmas right from
1: 2006 too. i think most people hate it yeah i not a fan um, and then the other one that i know steve wanted to mention to is heathers oh way.
2: Hey.
1: i had never seen it i kept hearing that it's like mean girls but horror and i like i don't hate mean girls but i was too old when i first saw it and like it just it doesn't really work for me but it's fine So I was always kind of skeptical about Heather's, but we watched it the other night, sort of on a whim. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it is so goddamn good. I fucking loved it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Heather's is great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of in her boat. That's one that missed me just uh, because I did watch Mean Girls when I was, I don't know, like 10, 12 years ago. And I just didn't really like it. I don't know. Uh, So I was like, I don't want to really want to watch anything that's like Mean Girls. Um, But then we watched it and I was like, oh, this is, uh, yeah, this is way, way better. I I really, really, really liked it. Uh, uh, And I actually cannot wait to watch it again, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, where he talks about his dead gay son. It's an iconic. (laughs)
2: then <laughs> yeah. the whole movie's fantastic um I, I was i you know i was on the fence about it too whenever i first saw because i was like this is just just looks like a like a teen uh like high school movie from the mm-hmm. 80s and then you watch it and you're like, holy shit this is kind of fucking dark and fucked up
1: it reminded me of uh, Jawbreaker. I don't know if you've ever seen that one.
2: Yeah, I, I, you can definitely draw a lot of similarities. Between yeah, them.
1: but it's I liked Heather's sawbreaker. way better than Jawbreaker. Exactly. Like that one was, that one was fine, but Heather's is just, I don't know. It's got a really great cast. Uh, who is it? Christian Slater plays the like, looks mm-hmm. like he's gonna be a school shooter and kind of is, I guess. He yeah, he's
2: a
0: psychopath. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, and there's a musical of it that I would like to see at some point but I haven't gotten to yet but it was good like I, I was really surprised that it turned out to be as good as it was
0: yeah um, yeah go ahead troy what
2: I was gonna say there was a just a sound from the musical I can't remember what it, uh how it went but it I kept hearing it enough where I didn't even know there was a musical of heathers out and <laughs>
1: But
0: I'm very interested to see it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have necessarily a lot because we watched most a lot of our stuff together. Um but the one thing I wanted to say, i watched for the first time and probably uh since high school, so like 11, 12 years, uh I watched uh D Snyder's Strange Land. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so you've seen that, I'm assuming
2: yeah it's been a, it's been a minute probably the same amount of time as you it's been definitely more than a decade
0: yeah so i this movie is basically if a clockwork orange meets hellraiser and <laughs> it's lit yeah. like a giallo <laughs> like, yeah so I mean, I I really like it. I I really liked it when I was a, a teen, and I, I it held up. Uh, so it's really it's really an interesting movie, and I think it's really interesting the way it's framed and set up and everything. It's got a it's got something to say for sure about kind of like a Clockwork Orange. It's got something to say about how like can you force morality on people and things like that, um, but. Yeah, it was a real fun watch. I, I definitely recommend checking it out again.
2: Sequel's always been in talks, but it's never happened. Like Dee Snyder has always been talking and talking and talking about a sequel, but it's I'm surprised. You know, in the age of you know IndieGoGo and crowdfunding, that he couldn't just get a sequel made some some capacity. I bet he could, but I guess yeah, he doesn't want to do it anymore. This is I think-
0: old. I think he wrote a script for it and it never nothing ever happened. See, so he had a title. It's like Strangeland 2 Disciple or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was looking into it earlier, but Okay. But yeah, no, it looks like the last time he mentioned anything was like 2016. And then I guess maybe maybe the world went to hell and he was like, screw it.
2: I don't blame him. I love D Snyder. I'm not I'm not really a big fan of Twisted Sister, but uh I'm guessing you all have seen like his uh you know his uh Demonstration at court where he just absolutely schools everybody. Like,
0: oh, in Congress mm-hmm. when he goes to Congress or in Congress, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I that's one of the greatest like videos I've ever seen. Love that man,
0: yeah. Well, if we got nothing else to talk about, let's just go ahead and get into this movie.
2: All right, so
0: that's good all right, so now we're going into villains. This is a hell of a predicament we find ourselves in.
2: I used to be a salesman. I could read people. Now, I'd like to take a stab at selling you. Judging by the broke down car and the sorry state of my front door, I'd say both of you are on the lam.
1: Everybody get down! Next up, Florida!
2: How'd I do? That was amazing. I feel like I might be able to read people just like that. I'm going to try right now. Um, Your clothes look expensive. And this is a pretty house. But you know what I think the most telling thing about you is? Come on, baby, there's nothing down here. Ah!
0: It's It's the little girl you got chained up in the basement.
2: We're taking her with us.
1: All right, you're free. Come with us. Sooner or later, someone's going to come looking for you, too. But there's still time. You're a bad boy.
0: Oh, baby. I thought I lost you. Don't sit here and tell me you don't wish you never went down those stairs.
1: So are you guys going to kill us or? uh... All right. So just in summary, villains is the story of two career criminals, Jules played by Micah Monroe and Mickey played by Bill Skarsgård, who break into a house after robbing a gas station. However, the homeowners played by Jeffrey Donovan and Kyra Sedgwick return home and catch them uh the homeowners are real to be revealed to be total psychopaths who have a 10-year-old girl chained up in the basement there's a very sometimes funny and sometimes gory series of near misses and painful escapades before Jules and the child escape leaving George and Mickey dead and Gloria just completely out of her mind on the front lawn so i had seen this a- Couple of years ago, and then I showed it to Steve last year, and now I've made you watch it too, Troy. Uh Just for first thoughts, what what was your opinion of this one? Oh,
2: it's great. I, it, it's one of those movies that I feel like when I started it and I saw how it opened, uh just from mm-hmm. the way it was shot and stylized, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, probably going to really enjoy this movie. Also, considering that I really like Bill Skarsgård, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Monroe, uh, and I. I, I had seen the poster, I was like, where the f- I know Jeffrey Donovan from? I know uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Kyra Sedgwick
2: is uh, Kevin Bacon's wife.
1: Um, oh, I did not know that.
2: Oh yeah, they yeah, they've been married for all of a long time. Hmm. Um, yeah. uh, but Jeffrey Donovan, who was in that show with Bruce Campbell, uh, Burn Notice, and I was like, that's the only thing I've mm. seen him. but I just remember so vividly, you know, when cable cable was a thing I like you flip know, flip the channels. So anyways, um but no I when I went you know I saw the opening of the movie I was like well this is going to be a really fun movie and it was it really delivered I I was really pleasantly surprised um the poster always really intrigued me but I never Mm -hmm. got around to watching it because I feel like unless something comes out directly to streaming um I watch a lot of stuff that's not directly streaming but any more for new stuff it's it's more of a convenience thing um but I will say I wish I had watched this sooner because I feel like I've been missing out for, you know, the past couple of years on this
1: business. It was really good. Awesome. Steven?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I really, this is my second time watching it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this is one that I feel like you probably had to like shove down my throat to get me to watch.
1: <laughs> More or less.
0: Uh, But I, I'm really glad I watched it. Like I said, it, like uh, Troy said, it's got a great cast. Uh, It's funny. Um, uh, but also got some really really tense moments oh um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then that ending that ending is i'm obviously not going to spoil anything right now but that ending is so satisfying um, Yes.
2: <laughs> so it really is.
0: overall i think it's got some stuff to say um thematically uh that i think is uh, interesting that i noticed this time around that maybe i didn't notice last time uh which makes it more than just like, you know, a horror comedy movie about a, a home invasion going wrong mm-hmm. or a reverse home invasion movie. So yeah I, yeah, I really enjoy this movie.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you both liked it because obviously this is something that I really, really like. Uh, the directing pair are Dan Burke and Robert Olson, and this is their third collaboration. The first one <laughs> is called Body, and so funny story i already had villains kind of on my radar and hadn't watched it yet but i was like this looks really good and watched body one night just because again it looked it looks kind of good it's a home invasion kind of thing with um larry fessenden in it
2: is that that is that that christmas movie
1: I don't think it's Christmas related. It's
2: a Christmas, but he's like the caretaker, and they accidentally kill him.
1: They accidentally kill him, and then they like fake a sexual assault from him.
2: I never finished it, but I really, I, I really have always felt like I should have. I know what you're. i just. I was. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. yeah, it's.
1: Uh. I mean, your opinion may differ. I thought it was absolutely horrendous, mm, to the point yeah. that when I was going through IMDb and saw like, oh, these two also directed something else. Oh fuck. They directed this movie i've been wanting to see i almost didn't watch it but i thought man the trailer looks like you know they've really learned something it's got a good cast so i tried it and i'm glad i did and their most recent movie is from last year and that's significant other uh, which in my opinion is the best movie they've made so far Uh, i think villains is more fun which is why i went for it but significant other is also fantastic and i i like that they're like apparently friends and they're doing this thing and learning together and it seems like they're just really going on just an uphill trajectory i love this sorry go ahead troy
2: i just i just said that's always fun
1: yeah yeah i like it when there's like a a filmography that you can go through yeah uh I like home invasion movies. That's one of my favorite subgenres. I really like the cast. Jeffrey Donovan, what I know him from, is the Blair Witch sequel, The Book of Shadows.
2: Oh, number two, yeah.
1: Yes, which is, I really, really like that movie. I think it's a lot of fun. And I don't think Jeffrey Donovan's like the greatest actor, but he's having so much fun in this.
2: Oh, he did great in
1: this. (laughs) So yeah, I, again, I've just, I think it's fun and sometimes I tend to pick movies that are heavier so this time I was like let's pick something that's just silly and funny and I think this um fits the bill yeah
2: that's pick.
1: all right so this like you all said it starts off just sort of right in the middle it doesn't bother to waste a bunch of time getting going in the credits Jules and Mickey are robbing a gas station wearing like She's got on a horse head mask and he's got on a uh, like a rubber chicken mask. They look ridiculous. And you can tell just from the very beginning that these people are not like the brightest crayons in the box. They're very bumbling uh, hold up. They're at a goddamn gas station, right? They're robbing a gas station. They get like a mile down the road and run out of gas. Oh, dear God, children. <laughs> Fill the tank up first. Then rob. I don't but uh and so after after their car breaks down, they stop at the nearest house, very Rocky Horror. Uh it's a very large, very pretty house. And <laughs> Jules wants to just break into it with like a crowbar and Mickey wants to pick the lock because quote, we're not barbarians. (laughs) And that was not that funny in 2019, but after last year's barbarian with Bill Skarsgård, that's very fucking funny.
2: I didn't even connect that. That makes it (laughs) so much funnier. (laughs) A lot of this movie is really funny.
1: (laughs) Well, and the next thing that I have on my list that yes, is indeed hilarious they're in the house just kind of fucking around and decide to do some cocaine. And they lay it out on this, like, weird, pebbled, fake leather-looking surface. And I have never done coke. Like, I'm too big of a wussy for it. But even yeah. I know you you don't do it off something that's rough and porous. <laughs> you do it off something slick and hard. And watching them just leave all these streaks of powder all over this, like, ottoman cracked me up
0: yeah they were they were doing that wrong for sure
2: i'll take your word on it i'm not sure (laughs) like the correct coke protocol i'm not that cool i've done some (laughs) drugs but not not the really cool ones like that (laughs) that's
1: why you see people doing it off like mirrors and stuff right like it's supposed to be something hard that the coke isn't going to just like soak into
2: it's like the same logic for like cutting boards and stuff right coke and cutting boards have the you know surfaces have the same logic you don't want to like have a right. cutting board
1: <laughs> incidentally i don't think you should use a cutting board for cocaine either probably not i don't think it would work <laughs> definitely not in,
2: not not around like your Uh
1: but yeah so these two bumbling idiots are stumbling around high in someone else's house and they're looking for a gas can in the basement and that's when the movie really takes a turn because they find what you later find is her name sweetie pie who's a young nonverbal child chained to a post with a big manacle around her ankle uh what did y'all think when it hit this point
0: uh i mean it's obviously a turn that I didn't think was coming. I thought that they were just going to, you know, invade and and maybe like, I don't know, you kind of gave me a little bit of a synopsis, but you didn't give me this when I first watched it. So I expected like the the two, you know, the couple to be there somewhere, but I did not expect the kids. So that was definitely like a turn. It raises the stakes of everything yeah. in this in this house. So Yeah, for me, it was it was kind of a shock. I didn't expect it. Um, So I I think it would it was a good move in the story to kind of raise the stakes, like I was saying.
2: For sure. Um, Yeah, I had like I didn't really look into uh, like any sort of synopsis. I just kind of read um, what the tagline on the poster said something about, you know, two bad guys or two villains meet other, two crazier people or something like that. Mm -hmm. The implication is that they broke into a house with uh, people way worse than them. Um, And I know you mentioned it was a home invasion movie. So I had thought basically they were just going to get trapped in this house. And um, it was gonna be something along the lines of uh, like people under the stairs.
1: Mm-hmm. There's you could draw a lot of parallels
2: between this and people under the stairs and, and like uh like base level capacity, uh, but anyways, I thought it was just going to be like they get in this house and then they are just immediately uh confined and they can't leave. I thought that was just going to be what it was going to try, so I know I was definitely not expecting it <laughs> to be, uh, this kid, um, but it, it was it, <laughs> it definitely made it, um, it definitely made. Made it a lot more um, high stakes, like Steve said. Um, and I, I, w- I was definitely curious, um, you know, because I never think that anything is as straightforward as it probably is. So, which, I, you know, we'll get into later. But I thought maybe she's there, like as a like a weird trap thing, and maybe she's not even there as like as a prisoner. I mean, we'll. You know, we'll, like I said, we'll keep talking about it. But mm-hmm. I was, I had some ideas, but it definitely, definitely uh, gave a, um, it it gave a different feel to the movie than I was expecting to have. Um, also, I'm I am have not looked this up, but I'm very curious. Um, the masks that they used in the beginning of the movie, I think it's probably coincidental. Uh, there is a very, very popular, very. Ex- extremely violent game called Hotline Miami and in the game you go into various places um, wearing animal masks with crowbars and weapons and stuff mm. and it's, uh, it's a lots of violence lots of carnage and I, I'm just I'm, I'm curious if that had that was uh, you know a nod to the game at all because it's just such a big aspect of that game for your character to wear these animal masks that are very similar to that. But also I know those masks are kind of popular. I've seen like people wear those masks in funny ways. Mm -hmm. So probably not, but I I just, I thought about it.
0: Um, While we're on the beginning there with the animal masks. Yeah. A couple notes about the beginning. First of all, there's a Star Wars reference in the beginning. Uh, (laughs) She says, I love you. And he says, I know. I did catch that, and, and then later like, it
1: reverses. Too. It
0: reverses just like Star Wars and Return of the Jedi it reverses. Mm-hmm. It reverses, and then also, um I think uh he tells her to think of Florida to get in there to rob. And you could not get me to rob anything to go to Florida. <laughs> like think of Florida, and I think of like Ron DeSantis and methed out alligators. Like, oh yeah, uh, no. <laughs> think about getting away from Florida. Maybe I'll rob a gas station but go to
1: Florida no well it doesn't happen until later but I will just go ahead and mention so yeah they're trying to get to Florida that's their their ultimate goal and Mickey explains to Jules his business plan for when they get there which involves them setting up a shop on the beach where they will go and collect the prettiest shells and skipping rocks and then sell them to other tourists. And it'll be a perfect business because they'll have no overhead because they're getting all of their stuff free. And it's... What happens
2: when they get too big?
1: <laughs> what, yeah,
2: what, what happens I get when they you they get too big, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's so hilarious because like, okay, so you're going to go around and pick up stuff for free that's easily available. Why are people buying this from you instead of just going and picking up their own? Again, like these are not bright people. But they're sweet. Like there's something very cute about their interactions with each other. She yeah. keeps getting super horny and trying to, like, jump his bones every time he successfully does a bit of crime. They're clearly very in love, and it's a nice little romance, too, I think, in, like, the weirdest way possible.
2: Yeah, it's like a much more, their heart isn't in it, Mickey, Mallory, Knox sort of thing, but they're not actually the psychopath. I think. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if he was named Mickey to draw that comparison to you know, Mallory. I didn't even
2: think about that, but that I wouldn't put it past if if somebody confirmed that, that you know, that'd yeah. be surprising. Uh,
1: so okay, so they found Sweetie Pie, and this is where it really does break down on gender lines here because. Jules seems to immediately have almost a maternal thing. She wants to help the child. And so she's not leaving without the little girl. And Mickey's like, fuck it. Let's leave. Like, let's let's go. Let's call the cops. We got to get out of here. And I got to admit, I am 100% with Mickey on this one. Like, you don't know how long it's going to take to find a key or cut through something to get this girl out. You don't know where the parents are or whoever, if they're her parents or just whatever uh you don't know when they're coming back you don't know how long it's going to take you to get away like fucking leave and then call the police ah it drives me crazy i would not have tried to unlock that kid
0: yeah leave an anonymous tip to the cops or something like or so like like tell somebody i don't know if like they they would have got there in time like and been able to release the kid i i don't know because the kid's not necessarily like especially throughout most of the movie uh the kids aren't willing to work with them so no <laughs> i don't like i don't yeah. know what they could have done i don't know what the police either would have decided to do they don't they're famous they famously don't do anything basically and then uh i don't know if especially if they were able to release her like if the police would have been willing to do anything so i think the best move on their part would just be like we need to get the fuck out of here leave an anonymous tip and then that's the best we can do yeah obviously they can't be like hey this is our names uh because you know they know right yeah they're kind of
1: committing a lot of crimes yeah Yeah. just just a couple Okay, so while they're looking for a key to let Sweetie Pie out, the house's owners show up, George and Gloria. They're a middle-aged, very dapper, very southern couple, and Gloria's holding a baby that you don't really see, just all wrapped up. And it's again one of the funny bits of the movie where the comedy really comes out because George and Gloria don't really seem to care that much that they're being held at gunpoint. Uh, George especially has this sort of like foghorn leghorn, all shucks, ain't this a pickle that we're in kind of thing, and they just sort of sit down and have a conversation, where George tries to talk, uh, talk Mickey and Jules into leaving. And leaving the little girl and just walking away from the entire thing. Uh, Mickey does actually manage to negotiate that they're going to take Sweetie Pie with them. But when he unlocks her, she bites him. Because fuck kids. (laughs) You can't even help a kid. And uh, in that scuffle, George and Gloria are able to overpower uh, Mickey and Jules chain up jewels in the basement near sweetie pie and then tie mickey to a bed upstairs and this is one of the more uncomfortable scenes in this i think because it's played for laughs but what we actually see is that gloria is attempting to rape mickey and it's not a comfortable thing
0: yeah it's not it's not comfortable at all really um about about the about sweetie pie like Mm -hmm. I get that like yeah I would be annoyed too if I tried to help this kid and she bit me but also like this kid has been abused and gaslit
1: oh god yeah to the
0: point of like I don't know who I would trust if I were that kid either Uh, yeah so it's rough um but yeah that, that that scene where he's tied up that's incredibly uncomfortable uh so yeah I agree with that
1: Yeah, uh, you get from the dialogue that Gloria wants to have a baby and George has agreed basically she can fuck Mickey and get pregnant by him and have his baby. But Mickey is, you know, doesn't get erect while this strange woman is climbing over him in lingerie that looks like it's from like the 1940s. and. Uh, So she's pissed off at him. Jules is still down in the basement, but she's starting to bond with Sweetie Pie. Again, we do really have sort of a maternal thing going on. At some point as well, you find out that, I think it's in this scene, you find out that Jules' parents abandoned her and her sister when she was little, and they lived on their own for days, eating nothing but cereal before anybody found them. So you can sort of see why why she really does want to try to help this little girl. Who is, yes, very pitiful. Like, she's it's irritating, the whole biting thing, but yeah, it's implied that she's been chained down there for years. Yeah, so uh, this is also the first part, first time when you find out that, like, oh, that baby that Gloria's carrying probably not a real baby because she shows Mickey an old photo of herself, it looks like it's 20 30 years old holding this newborn and she says oh the baby's asleep in his crib it's like okay well that's not how time works that's definitely not happening
0: uh yeah. go ahead oh no go ahead i lost my train of thought now <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see it it feels to me like there's a gap until the next day but that doesn't actually make a lot of sense so i'm not sure what it is but at some point while he's still tied to the bed mickey actually seduces gloria with this whole weird like mommy thing like so i've i'm ready to be a good boy mommy oh it's so gross again super uncomfortable to watch it's it's
0: it's the weird side of pornhub thing going on there (laughs) yes yeah it's it's very uncomfortable but also i don't necessarily blame them for doing it because it's the only way that you could probably think of getting out of there
1: absolutely so and that's a scene you see a lot in movies where women are being held or captured or whatever by men that whole fawning thing where if you could convince them that you're actually into them and you're in love with them maybe they untie you and then maybe you can uh stab them or knock them down or whatever and get away so i did like that it was the same sort of thing here even though yeah that that like oh i'm ready to be a good boy mommy thing is just super super gross to watch
0: yeah yeah it it was it was uncomfortable but i also yeah i'm with you i kind of liked seeing it like the roles reversed in that um so yeah it it was it was interesting but incredibly uncomfortable i think these two like these scenes here where he's in the bed are some of the most uncomfortable scenes in the movie yeah
2: for sure
1: yeah yeah it's darker really than a lot of it i think oh yeah he yeah. is able to seduce Gloria and convince her that she needs to unlock his arm so that he can touch her. And of course, as soon as she does, he throws her on the floor and runs away instead of just killing her. And it's it's just a horror movie thing. That's how they have to do it. But I was watching it going, oh my God, like at least knock her out or something. He just drops her on the floor and then runs. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, good. Ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I think this is a good point for me to mention uh, because, like, she, during this whole thing, uh, even when they're chained down there and she's trying to rape uh, <laughs> rape him and everything, like, there's this whole, like, like nice overtone to it. Like, they're just being nice to being pleasant. Uh, and I think that that has a lot to, um, I think they're trying to make a point here with, like, Southern hospitality and how Southern hospitality is like, I mean, it's a thing, but it's also like something people say and, and really deep down there's like this really big dark side to Mm -hmm. the South that we all know about. Um, and I think that they're trying to like, um, kind of like show the conflict between the two of those, like, yeah, they're pleasant. They're nice Southern people. They're hospitable and nice. And I got the, like, he's got that big Southern draw you can tell, but at the same time, they're they're evil they're willing to chain people up they're willing to be mm-hmm. willing to do horrible things um to get their way so i i thought this movie was doing kind of a an interesting thing of like you know com- conflicting southern uh, hospitality and the dark side of the south
1: yeah i think so it reminds me what you just said a little bit of uh everyone's got like the super racist uncle or grandpa or aunt or somebody and they'll always describe them by saying oh well they give you the shirt off their back like for some reason that's that's the the standard of being nice you know maybe Grandma you know complains about the colored and how you can't uh, get good help and maybe she's a big old turf but you know she'd give you the shirt off her back if you wanted it, and that's kind of the vibe I get from these people that they are on a surface level so kind and so pleasant but yeah these are like sincerely evil deeply deeply evil people
0: oh yeah yeah far more evil than these than than the you know the robbers will ever be
1: those poor bumbling idiots yeah I don't
0: even think that
2: I would consider them
0: evil no I you know yeah they're not evil i don't know I don't, robbing a robbing a gas station is not something that like i personally recommend you do but i don't think it's necessarily <laughs> right. like it's i don't think it's necessarily like quote-unquote an evil act i think it's just kind of kind of a dumb move you're gonna end up in federal prison if you do it so
1: right yeah because we know jules has got some sort of uh traumatic childhood background i don't think we ever find anything much out about mickey But yeah, clearly these are not like well-off people. They're trying to get the money so they can go start a stupid business, but start their own business. And this is kind of how they are trying to do it. But I don't think you ever find anything out about Mickey's past, but for sure Jules had an abusive childhood, a neglected childhood, whatever. And it doesn't seem like they want to hurt anybody. They just want to get some money so they can go live a decent life. And have you know the dumbest business imaginable whereas the the very you know proper well-dressed affluent uh southern couple are chaining and torturing people in their basement it's heavily implied later that george has killed people down there before and it's they've got this like veneer of uh respectability but on the whole, like they are definitely the villains, and poor, poor, dumb little Mickey and Jules are just sort of big, innocent babies who just happen to do Coke and sometimes rob a convenience store. Yeah. Uh, after the failed uh, escape that Mickey tries, uh, George shoots him in the leg, drags him down to the basement with Jules, and has them chained up, like handcuffed around a post with their backs to each other. This to me like so the rape, the attempted rape scene is just awful and gross. This is the part that I actually can't watch. Because we already know that Mickey can pick locks. He just needs something that he can use to pick the handcuffs. And Jules has a tongue ring. So they navigate around so he can rip the tongue ring out of her mouth with his teeth. And I I, I don't I have a thing about piercing stuff like I can't <laughs> I cannot watch it
2: yeah it's
1: yeah. so gross
2: I have a slight idea
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you've got yeah. so many piercings I wonder yeah, how that seems can imagine
2: <laughs> literally any of it
0: worked, yeah worked this is such an interesting part because like you don't see much really you don't like I mean you just know what's going on under like inside her mouth and that's enough to just make you cringe Yeah, like oh god, this is gonna this is gonna hurt really fucking bad. Yeah, Uh, and then she spits some blood up, and that's it. So yeah, I think it's a really good and really well made scene.
1: It's really tense too. Like it's it's hard to watch, and you think, oh god, I hope this at least works, which it does. He's able to pick her handcuffs and let her out, but then the ring breaks before she can get his loose. So, she climbs the laundry chute up out of the basement in, like, this really funny, like, I don't know, Steve, what would you call that kind of shot? Like, that, where it's, like, slicing down the middle of the chute.
0: I don't, what, what do you,
1: what? I, I don't, I know there's a term for it, but I don't know what, what do it you, is. What do you mean?
0: What? what, but what she's, what? like,
1: you see her full body, like pushing her way up the chute.
0: Oh, I mean, if it's from the perspective of the ceiling, it'd be bird's eye, but I don't think that's what that is. I think it's I think it's I don't know what you would call it's I mean it's (laughs) a it's a wide shot. Like it's it's very open and wide um which kind of for some so it's it's effective in a way that like you see a lot of space, but a Mm -hmm. lot of it is just black, which makes it seem more cramped than mm-hmm. it would be if it was like well lit. I don't I don't know what you would call that shot. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like it's not from the ceilings perspective. It's no. It's 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 almost like watching Pac-Man. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> yeah, like you see the maze part from yeah. the side. Yes, exactly. And it's funny. Like it's it's very funny that way in a way that it wouldn't be if it were shot like uh Klaus Kinski going through those tunnels and crawl space. Cuz it's the same sort of dimensions but that actually felt, you know, claustrophobic and creepy and this scene is just kind of funny the way it's shot.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh and this is when Jules discovers that the baby is actually a doll and we were <laughs> we were like between the final episode and penultimate episode of Servant when we watched this and I was just like, "Oh yeah, look. Doll's a baby." All right. Another one of those shows uh george brings mickey upstairs and he's about to shoot him but jules stops him by holding the baby doll hostage gloria tries to shoot her and the baby doll falls to the floor and breaks and i don't maybe i'm evil this was funny like because it's shot so seriously and but it's it's a doll it's just a doll this is not a baby at all and we've known for a while this isn't a baby so there's not suspense but well, i mean it's
0: Gloria's fault
1: yes glorious she,
0: fault. Shot her. she shot at her it's i mm-hmm. mean yeah i think it's funny it's just a doll i mean if she she panics and freaks out over it like good fuck you you don't need <laughs> a doll you need therapy is what you need
1: <laughs> much therapy uh that's also when you find out sweetie pie's origin more or less uh george says that he initially kidnapped sweetie pie because gloria really wanted to have a child uh but gloria resented the child because you know she didn't that wasn't her biological child she didn't get to do the pregnancy and all of that and she wanted him to kill sweetie pie so instead as a compromise he chained sweetie pie in the basement so that gloria didn't have to be reminded of her inability to become a mother
0: only a pure psychopath goes huh? we can't have a child we need to uh we need to find a child and go straight to kidnapping yeah like instead of like adoption or foster care or something like it's just like yeah let's kidnap one let's just pick one up off the street like Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's a hell of a jump
1: yep and, like, I'm not a person who deals with infertility. I've intentionally got myself sterilized because I don't want kids. But I think if I were like a person who struggled getting pregnant and watched this, I think that would be confronting because they, these are not like normal, nice people who are trying to have a kid. Like, these are super evil people who are willing to commit all kinds of human rights violations so they can have a kid whether it's kidnapping and torturing one or raping someone else to get pregnant like there's just this is not how you go about having a child
0: no no it is not it is absolutely not i do not recommend this is how you have a child
1: (laughs) uh so george and gloria duct tape mickey and jules to dining room chairs in front of this big meal And tell them, basically, well, we're going to leave, and in a few days we'll call the police, and they'll come find you, and you'll go to jail for breaking and entering, but we'll be gone. I think that I don't know if they were taking Sweetie Pie with them or not. I think they were.
0: At that point, I think they were. Yeah.
1: And again, Mickey and Jules not being the brightest out there, like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, they start eating, and then it turns out that the food they're eating was laced with the pills from their big bag of drugs, and they've taken enough to overdose. Uh, While this is happening, a cop knocks on the door investigating the robbery and insists on coming in when he notices that the door jam has been damaged from when Mickey broke into it earlier that day, day before, whenever it was. And this is another part that's actually really, really tense, because it's a, this very nice black cop, and, you know, cops in horror movies, black people in horror movies, you're like, ah, fuck, this guy's dead. He's super friendly and just wants to make sure that everything's okay, and the whole time, George has, like, got his finger on the trigger right behind him, and you know that, you know, as soon as this cop figures out something is wrong, he is going to get killed. Oh, yeah. And then it doesn't. <laughs> what did y'all think of this scene?
2: Uh, um if I'm being honest I really this one thing I was hoping would obviously I'm not in you know, the, the cop in this movie I'm... I mean okay how do I want to put this um I'm very much like you know an a cab kind of guy mm-hmm. I mean I am I, I don't like cops but this fictional police officer, right? Pretend he's a good guy. Um, I didn't inherently want him to die. You know, I didn't. I wasn't hoping that he, you know, would accidentally figure out what was happening and then end up getting shot. Um, so when I think about that, I'm like, well, how would he be able to get away with it, anyways? Like, he, if he did, it's not like they could just right. Unless they, well, I, you know, I guess they could say, well, no, the people who broke my house did it. Um, But I was hoping at the very least, there would be some, I was was hoping for some uh, sort of, maybe the police uh, officer didn't die, but like after he left, came back to help I was I was hoping he'd be utilized more it was an extremely mm-hmm. tense scene and I feel like that's just on a personal note I would have really enjoyed to see that um, uh for him to come back maybe to help um even after he had left and he, maybe he had like a hunch and just he leaves and then comes back I don't know but mm-hmm. I feel like I wanted to see a little bit more of that guy. That was all. Um, but it, but that you know it's not like I, I don't think that uh, it went in any sort of wrong direction. That's my only critique. Is I I wish I saw more of the cop. Yeah.
0: I liked the scene. I thought it was tense, um, yeah. mainly just because I agree. I thought he was. I thought he was doomed. Um, especially when he got down to the stairs, I was like, oh yeah, he is absolutely screwed. Um, but honestly, like as villains it was smart for them not to kill this cop because i mean that would have been that would they would have been it cops always radio back where they are no matter where they are and people would have figured it out and it, it would have been the end of them if they even if they would have succeeded um in in what they were doing now it, it would have been the end people would yeah. have figured it out so i think it's a smart move not to kill them though i did think that they were doomed
1: yeah. yeah, I didn't
2: think they
1: were going to get out of it at all. <laughs> no, yeah, because again, that's that's what ho- uh, horror movies do, right? You introduce a cop, especially a black cop, in a situation like this. They're going to find out and they're going to get killed. That's just what happens. Yeah. Uh, to the point there was a joke about it in Scream 4, where, of course, the, the black cop and Adam Brody, I think, was the other guy in that one. Yeah, the he's the other cop and they both get killed because that's exactly what happens in these movies. But yeah, I, I like that they, um, that they didn't go that route just because we were all expecting it. And also, cause like Steve said, you really can't suspend disbelief at that point. Like you would know at the very minimum, okay, these people have to pack up and they have to be gone really, really soon because the <laughs> somebody is going to come looking for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So while um, while the cops is, is there, while George has been dealing with him, uh, Gloria had dragged Mickey and Jules from the dining room table into their gym area next door, like in a room next to it. And Jules is not all the way out. She has this, she manages to flop her way across the room to their bag of drugs, find some cocaine And I guess reverse the drug overdose. Smelling
2: salts. Illegal smelling salts.
1: I guess if the, you know, they've taken a bunch of pain pills or something, it's going to slow their heart rate and everything down. Like, yeah, cocaine, I guess, would reverse that. I don't, I don't know. But it works.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, same logic with cocaine
1: bear, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, poor cocaine bear. Yes. And this is actually a plot point in uh, Euphoria 2 in one episode. Rue almost overdoses and then takes some cocaine to like fix it. So oh. I, I would just recommend not doing the overdose to begin with. Like, yeah. preferably, yeah. don't because this does not seem like it would be very easy to properly gauge the dose. Uh, she drags cocaine back to mickey dumps some up his nose and now they're both perfectly awake and alert and her tongue doesn't bother her and his leg doesn't seem to be slowing them down you know movie logic uh they (laughs) they trick george and gloria into a wild goose chase across the property and go down to the basement get sweetie pie it is kind of cute mickey has to apologize to her for some of the stuff he said in front of her about her earlier And they get in the car and get ready to leave. Simultaneously, George and Gloria have decided that, like, this is all too much trouble. They don't want this. They only care about each other. So they're going to kill Sweetie Pie and leave town and just start new somewhere else. So other than, you know, the killing, they're kind of going for what uh, Mickey and Jules were doing to begin with. Right. Like, we're just going to start a new life. We're going to go. Maybe they're going to go to Florida and start a really bad shell business. Who knows? And then we get to my like the one thing about this movie where i'm like oh fuck you this is so stupid why did you do this uh when mickey jules and sweetie pie are all in the car about to leave the garage george is standing in front of them with a gun and mickey tells the other two like duck and he floors it and manages to run george over but of course he gets shot in the chest a couple times in the process and every time I watch this I'm like how the fuck why do you not know how to duck
2: yeah that's what I said why didn't he duck too you could duck and still put your foot on the gas
1: yeah like you don't have to steer you're just going straight ahead
2: yeah
1: it's uh, he did not need to die because he dies of it it's very sad and pitiful actually because he again he's a criminal <laughs> but he's not like a bad person right god damn you could have lived
0: he just, I mean, he just did a, a kind of a, a, a stupid thing, like by robbing yeah. a, a gas station, and I mean it implies they've done it a few times, but like besides aiming a gun at someone's head, like that's that's, I don't know, robbing. I don't think it's like an like such a horrible crime that you could call someone like a horrible person or evil or something. So,
1: like yeah. robbing a corporation, especially.
0: Oh, I mean, you can go. Look, I mean, go shoplift from Walmart. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Like, go go steal from Walmart. That's fine with me, as long as you're not hurting the workers. I don't care. Yeah. Uh. But. Yeah, <laughs> he could have definitely ducked, um, and hit the gas. I don't. I think that the story just needed him to sacrifice himself.
1: Yeah, I think so
0: um for some sort of redemption i don't think he needed i don't think he necessarily needed redemption i mean how many like movies do we have where they're they're, they're like like bandits like the movie bandits like bank robbers mm. where they 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 get away with it and you're just kind of like okay yeah it was like rob banks they didn't they like, right. cool cool like yeah have your happy ending and you know wherever i don't care
1: in your thruple
0: yeah like they could have had their happy ending i don't i don't necessarily think he needed to die in the story even Um, for for it to work yeah
1: yeah i agree uh this is though so that's really frustrating but then you get one of the best moments of the movie because when jules gets out of the car afterwards she discovers yeah uh, mickey's dead george is horribly mutilated across his face but is still alive and he starts to strangle jules sweetie pie picks up his gun and there's this great tense moment where he kind of is backed off and holding his hands up and trying to bribe the kid with some ice cream just to not shoot him like oh yeah daddy's been bad ain't he well let's you want some ice cream oh dear god like everything about him is horrible He's, he's covered in blood and scabs and everything absolutely horrific looking well, this poor child that he's had kidnapped and locked up for who knows how many years, sitting there holding the gun on him, and she fucking does it. And I love Sweetie Pie for that. That's she's redeemed from biting Bill Skarsgård earlier. Like, go Sweetie Pie. What did y'all think of this scene?
0: I mean i I love it. I think that that's the best way that this movie could go is to have Sweetie Pie kill them. Um, it's also, like, I mean, it's her redemption, quote, unquote, but it's also, like, she, she doesn't need redemption. It's her revenge on yes. what they've done. Um, yeah. I, I maintain that, like, yeah, this does frame it up to where, like, you know, she does kind of redeem herself from, like, biting him, but she also doesn't know what's going on down there. And no. if, if anyone deserved to put a bullet through this guy's head, it was her. Uh, which gets to one of my favorite shots in the whole movie which is when you see the hole it's like a close-up of the hole in his head oh yeah look through and you see her standing there and I'm yeah. like, yeah. perfect 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 right there such a great mm-hmm. shot and it shows exactly what we needed she needed her revenge um and it also is gives a reason for uh mickey to die like he he like he didn't die for no fucking reason now right like quote unquote. So yeah, I really like it. Yeah, same.
2: You said a lot about that that I was going to say too. After that shot the hole in his head. um There's another movie where where that happens. I mean, I think it was Kill Bill. I mean, there's that that scene in Kill Bill Um animated. What am I thinking? Oh, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. <laughs> Something about shots of a hole, like going through the hole in the just it's just crazy. Um, <laughs> it topped, it's topped off with uh, Kira Sekulik, um with her, not her reaction to it is- Yes. Like, <laughs> it's not disproportionate for a character, it's disproportionate for a human being because she doesn't <laughs> completely guess. flip out, you know. But uh, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was it was it's very satisfying minus the you know minus uh, Mickey getting shot, but um uh but it was satisfying nonetheless uh when you definitely you know, got to see uh, you know see daddy get his up mm-hmm. it's
1: very nice yes. yep fuck daddy oh like i do like i'm so happy for sweetie pie because yeah she she definitely earned that chance and it's very satisfying to watch but god from like a human standpoint what does it do to a 10 year old to know that she's like shot and killed somebody like obviously, she yeah. needs years and years of therapy anyway. But that cannot have actually been. That would be one more trauma, I guess. Yeah, as satisfying true. as it is.
2: So it's pretty, uh,
0: pretty
1: traumatized. I this mean, is yeah,
0: also, already, go ahead. like like you said, she already needs therapy, and then she's going to be struggling with just this act in reality. Uh, because she's you know she's probably still got a lot of like the gaslighting thoughts that right. that he did to her so yeah. it's gonna he's gonna str- or she's gonna struggle with that just there so i mean yeah mm-hmm. it's a quote-unquote happy ending but it's not really like it's not really still not really like a good thing that this happened
1: And this is when Sweetie Pie finally gets to speak for the first time because she's been nonverbal the entire movie. And at this point, she looks at Jules and says, I want to go with you. And they leave. Uh, Gloria comes out, finds George lying there dead. And it's like she doesn't realize that he's dead because she's all packed, got her little hat on and her coat. She looks very, very put together. And she's ready for them to to leave to go start their new life somewhere, and just sort of sits down next to him and is trying to get him to get up and leave with her. I don't think she even realizes that he's dead. Like yeah. Troy said, it's not the reaction a human being would have.
0: Yeah, uh, she's clearly she's clearly lost it completely. <laughs> Like, like, just like, just completely gone at this point. That's the only way you can explain her reaction. Or that she's just, it's her way of coping. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, you want my opinion? I would have put a bullet in her head. And Amen. just been done with it. <laughs> like, I would have just been like, you need to die too. Because you're going to go do this to someone else, more than likely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you clearly show that you could do this. Two other people. So you you either call the police, which I at this point you're gonna be put in a cell yourself, um, or you shoot her and spare yeah. anybody else down the road. Yeah. From from this. I don't know how you all feel about that, but that's that's how I feel.
1: Yeah. I was team shoot her. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like she's She's completely insane. She's, at the very least, an attempted rapist. She's also a kidnapper, and God knows what else she's done along the years. Like, yeah, no, kill her. Because Jules and Sweetie Pie set off hitchhiking, and there's a shot where you see a vehicle coming up the road behind them. And the first time I watched this, I was like, fuck, that's Gloria. She's going to try to, like, run them over or something. And it's not. I guess she never gets up out of the yard. But yeah, no, you you don't you double tap. You always kill the villains. You don't just leave them because they're insane.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, and then the over the very end, uh, you get kind of home movie footage, which is something that we got at the towards the beginning a couple times sprinkled throughout. Uh, but this time it's of Jules and Sweetie Pie on a beach in Florida, wearing little like matching bathing suits and playing around in the sand and that they've opened a shack called Mickey's Shell Shop, where I can't imagine they're getting much in the way of sales, but it looks like they're very happy (laughs) and I'm very happy for them.
0: Yeah. Hopefully it's not a failed business. Like I think it's going to be, but (laughs) it's, uh, it's a, it's a happy ending for sure.
1: Then I did I had a quote pulled out here that or a couple really, because yeah, this is a funny movie, a lot of it, but some of it really is dark. Uh like there's one part where when George has Mickey tied up in the basement and he's threatening to torture him. Uh he says there ain't a sweeter sound in the world than a man trying not to scream. Oh, like that's I don't I don't like that. He does the whole like like, oh well, they breathe hard through their nose. He starts like mimicking it. It's very Buffalo Bill almost where he yeah. pretends to cry.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I can see the similarities there.
1: Yeah. Deeply creepy. And then I think the most important quote from the movie, and it explains the weird cover art of like the people where um Mickey and Jules are like cardboard cutouts. Uh Gloria says that years ago, George, when he's, like, when they're first getting together, he told her, the two of us are all that's real in the whole world. Everything else is just cardboard cutouts and playthings, which explains exactly why these pair act the way they do. They are, is it psychopaths? What is it that where they think they're the only real thing in the world?
0: I
2: don't. I don't think that's a psychopath but I'm, I know it's not a sociopath. I, not a not sociopath. Sure. Yeah a
0: sociopath is someone who who understands stuff like that like people are real they just don't care. Yeah. Like they, they just don't care about any of that it's I don't I don't know what that would be called. It's a deeply disturbing quote. I think it's the yes. best quote of the whole movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah it, it's deeply disturbing whatever it is going on in their head. Um. So yeah.
1: I think that might even explain why Gloria doesn't notice that George is dead. She's only paying attention to him. He's real to her. Nothing else that's happened or is going on is really real. So she's already kind of living in an imaginary world in her world he's he's just taking a nap or something. He's about to get up and and leave with her,
0: yeah i don't yeah, I don't know what's going on like I think she's she's just fully lost it at that point, yeah uh, yeah so yeah That said i think i think all around the best thing to do would have just been shooting her but
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, i mean leaving her alive though did kind of set up a sequel which we never got but mm-hmm. i don't know if they ever had plans for it or anything but it does kind of set up a sequel and it's like all the men died yeah. but all the women survived so i don't know if that was like a purposeful thing done there yeah. too
1: so. I imagine that it was, because even the the person who picks them up when they're hitchhiking is an older woman. And, you know, we know that Jules grew up with her and her sister who were abandoned by their parents, so it's almost like she now has another little girl with her to take care of the way yeah. nobody took care of, of her. It It is sweet. I think it's it's touching, and it's very odd to me because... Yeah, like they are apparently career criminals and dumber than bricks, but they are so cute together and you just want things to work out for them. And obviously that it's a horror movie that can't happen, but it always surprises me a little how touching it is at the end like where she's got that, that dumb thing they call what a car wash where she will straddle him and run her hair back and forth over his face. And she does it in the beginning, and the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, God, this is so cheesy and so awful. I hate this. And then when she does it at the end when he's dead, I was like, oh, no, no, like, this is really meaningful, and I love it. It's sad. And I think it's it's a sign of a good movie that this can uh, kind of take these pair, this pair and make you really care about them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think they did that. They did a good job with that um because i mean there's a lot of movies where you're they're you know they're criminals and they make you feel for them like bonnie and clyde does that and all that i think they're tapping into those kind of movies Mm -hmm. um to do this kind of thing
1: Uh, uh but that is villains so final thoughts and rankings uh troy you saw it most recently so let's start with you
2: Final thoughts on villains. Uh, I thought it was a very fun movie, Uh, very funny. Um, You know, I really don't have uh, really any negative things to say about the movie. Um, I'll definitely be watching it again at some point in the future. Um, I will. uh, There's a few people I know who would really like this that I'll be telling this. Telling them about this movie. Um, yeah,
1: that's would say it's pretty good. Um, I would give it a seven and a half out of ten.
0: All right, Steve? Yeah, on my second viewing, I actually like this movie, I think, more than I did the first time. Um, I think it's like you said, it's really funny, but it also has some really touching and meaningful moments. Um, I think it's got some good like um conflicts here that deal with themes that are important. Um all based around a movie that's really enjoyable to watch and really tense at certain points um so i think all around it's just a it's a good moving and an upgrade for these filmmakers um yeah. and it seems like they continue to upgrade their uh skills and everything and make even better movies every time uh mine is an eight and a half out of ten
1: all right. Yeah. I'm so glad that this is one that we all were able to enjoy together. Uh, I I love it. Every time I'm, I'm with Steve, I think I liked it better this time than I did last time. I couldn't believe how fast it went because it's only an hour and a half long. And at one point we had to go to the bathroom, we paused it and I was like, shit, it's been an hour and 15 minutes already. Like it doesn't, it feels like uh, it's been a lot less because it's so entertaining. And While it's not realistic in any way, you do get a sense that the love between the two main characters, that that is realistic and touching. And I like that. Even though most of this seems very fantastical, it does give you characters that you can root for and feel for. And I like that a lot. And Everybody in it did a good job, I think. Uh, Kyra Sedgwick and... Jeffrey Donovan are both super over the top but it works for their characters and yeah. obviously Michael Monroe and Bill Skarsgård are both well known in horror movies and both really good actors so uh, I will say significant other I think is better than this it's a different subgenre uh and it does not have the comedy aspect to it but it's so so good so I'd highly recommend that uh but this one is something I'll I'm happy to watch whenever. I really like it. It's also an 8.5 out of 10 for me. And I think we're all higher than IMDb. I've got it pulled up here.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I think it's like a 6.2 or something.
1: Exactly, 6.2.
0: Well, I pulled that out of my ass.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) Rotten Tomato
2: (laughs) rated it pretty high. Did they? Yeah. Rotten Tomato is like an 80-something percent
1: oh cool yeah yeah so we're all kind of kind of similar on that one Huh. all right
2: well
0: so about two and a half hours ago i realized it was my turn to pick and had a meltdown um <laughs> so i was torn between picking pet cemetery and x
1: oh wow. where i've
0: gone at this point which is exactly why i'm choosing x <gasps>
1: oh yay because <laughs> so i think we could have
0: a better conversation about x than we could pet cemetery since i'm basically the only one that likes that movie here
2: i like pet cemetery i just like the second one more <laughs>
1: thank than the you first one. i
2: think that i have a much more enjoyable time but no um <laughs> we didn't talk what we talked about I guess we've just talked about X and passing.
0: We talk. I mean, we bring yeah, it up yeah. all
2: the time, but I guess we've not yeah. had a dedicated episode to it. Uh, oh, that's
0: fantastic. Especially with Maxine <laughs> coming out, I think it's time for us to start deep diving into this this uh, trilogy. Because, like I said on uh, my Facebook post, I think that this has the possibility of being one of the greatest horror trilogies ever made. If Maxine yeah. really good, yeah. uh, which I expect it to be. So <laughs> next month, we are covering the movie X.
2: Are you uh, going to see the, the Pope's Exorcist when it comes out? Oh, really I'm really? I, I meant to ask you that. You I, I promise Pope's.
0: you when I say I am absolutely fucking not.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have zero, God, I have zero um, desire to see that movie. I even saw that they're going to be rating it R, which I'm like, well, what could they do? And I'm, I'm still not excited. And Evil Dead uh, Rise is coming out. Uh, I I saw the thing you posted before you posted it, but I forgot about it. When you posted it again, the review... Uh, yeah, it beats you off. It beats okay. you off. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what were they trying to say? I, <laughs> like, I don't I know.
2: Even... I hope um, that's what they were trying to say. <laughs> I...
0: i mildly concerned if they somehow... Uh, spontaneously ejaculated during this movie but well, that, i mean <laughs> the the d-box scenes <laughs> from, from it's the, i don't know but i think that the that the fact that they said this either is a on purpose because they wouldn't people to kind of be like excuse me what and share it or yeah. b they accidentally said it and saw how many shares they were getting and were like you know where we're leaving it fuck it So
2: I guess the director even shared it, yeah. And he was like, "Wow, I can't. You know, that's a very nice thing for them to say." (laughs) (laughs) He was, he liked it.
0: Uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to go see. Tomorrow's in Sunday, the 19th. Um, I will be going to see uh, 65. So,
2: tell me if it's all right. I mean, like, I don't know if I really desired it. Like, I it doesn't. We'll see.
0: It's got better yeah. reviews than I thought it was going to. I mean, it's a dino movie with Adam Driver in it. Like, We'll, we'll see what it does.
2: Yeah. Tell me how it goes.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I, if there's a dinosaur and Adam Driver's fighting, then, you know, I got what I paid for. So,
2: yeah,
0: it, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, so next month is X. So, uh I don't know what our special or our extra episode is going to be. Uh we'll figure that out. We don't have to plan anything.
1: We will figure it
0: out. Yeah. Well, until then, my name is Steven.
1: I'm Hannah. I'm Troy.
0: And we'll see you next time.